This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Welcome to the Invisible Asia podcast, a series in which The Straits Times casts the spotlight on little seen or talked about segments of society across the region. I'm your narrator, Jia Ningtan. Singapore's Foreign Brides This is a tale of two women. Both fell in love with Singaporean men. Both were wedded miles from their homes. But their lives today couldn't be more different. 38-year-old Siti sometimes feels friendless, isolated and alone. She sorely misses the life she used to lead in Indonesia. In Indonesia where she worked as a receptionist, she enjoyed unfettered freedom and financial independence. After she moved to Singapore with her husband, however, for a time, she became totally dependent on him for allowances and permission to go out. As Siti told the Straits Times, In the early years of my marriage, I felt he was afraid of me making new friends. I felt very alone. I also felt like a child having to ask him for money for everything. Siti is a long-term visit pass holder. Her eligibility to remain in Singapore is tied to her marriage to her odd job worker husband, who's 10 years her senior. Together, they have four children, all under the age of 15. This is what she said. Once, I asked my husband for $5 to buy chili. He said he had no money. I was so angry that he had money to buy 4D but said he had no money to buy chili for cooking. Thoughts of divorce have certainly crossed Siti's mind. But if her husband cancels her long-term visit pass following the split, she could end up being separated from her children. So she said she just tolerated everything. It's a different story altogether for Anna. The 24-year-old Vietnamese is wed to a Singaporean man, a year older than her. Her husband is a sales engineer, and they do not have children yet. Anna feels cherished by her husband, and even miles away from her home country, she feels surrounded by friends and family who love her. But it wasn't always like that. In her first year in Singapore, she felt very lonely, lost, and afraid. This is what she said. Of course, we miss home a lot and feel the place is very strange. I cannot eat much thing here. I feel the food is not suit me. So I'm very sad because I, I eat things not well and also very sad because my husband goes to work and he's at home alone. I don't have much friend around, so feel very lonely. But a buddy to whom she was assigned during a marriage support program for transnational couples proved to be a lifeline for her. This is what she said. Then that buddy will call me and talk to me and try to ask me if anything she can have. If anything I don't know about Singapore, I call her and ask. So she also introduced for me a lot of friends, a lot of nice places to go to eat. So I know more restaurants about Vietnamese foods here. And she also bring me go to church. So I feel she really doing something very nice. Today, three years later, Anna is herself a buddy to two other Vietnamese women in Singapore. Anna says she's now a buddy for somebody else, as her own buddy had done a good job for her. Now, it's her turn to help others. Siti and Anna are among many foreign women wedded to Singaporean men here. 
According to government data, more than 4,000 Singapore citizens wed non-resident brides in 2019. Social workers say many foreign brides wed to low-income Singaporean men are here on long-term visit passes. There are also those on short-term visit passes, but their duration of stay is assessed each time they enter Singapore. All this means that these foreign wives have to constantly renew their passes for the right to remain in Singapore, and their continued stay here is in turn tied to their marriages. For this reason, social workers say some may feel bound to stay with their husbands even if their marriage is sour or when they face violence or abuse. You're listening to the Invisible Asia podcast series. Do follow all nine episodes of Invisible Asia over the next few weeks on the Straits Times podcast channel on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Google Podcasts. Like us and give us a rating. Now, back to our Invisible Asia series. Ms. Shaley Hengarani, Head of Research and Advocacy at AWARE, says these women remain invisible and voiceless largely due to their immigration status as they have limited rights, protection, and access to social benefits. She added that many lack knowledge of the rights and benefits that they're entitled to. The government says it assesses each application for an immigration pass on their individual merit. Social workers say a reason for some migrant spouses being particularly vulnerable to family violence and marital woes may be because some of them tied a knot with someone they barely knew after only a brief courtship, leading to a shaky foundation. Sister Sylvia Ng, case manager at the Archdiocesan Commission for the Pastoral Care of Migrants and Itinerant People, says these couples may have just met a few times before marriage or may not even share a common language. Ms. Amanda Chong, who has researched migrant brides, said many of these women she has interviewed tell her that they married a Singaporean man as an economic strategy. They feel the Singaporean man can provide for them and their children will have more opportunities here than in their own country. Anna, the young Vietnamese bride, is familiar with such marriages among some of her friends. This is what she said. Many of my friends, they marry very fast, just only one month. Oh, only one time meet up or a few times meet up. Just talking a while online, then okay, meet up and marriage. <laughs> because they think that, mm, okay, marriage to a single guy is a good place. So they're hoping to have a good marriage. But end up, they don't understand each other because of the language, because of the culture. So they decide to divorce because they cannot overcome all the difficulty. The common problem is firstly a language. Second is about culture, because our culture is different. And thirdly is, I think some is they marriage without finding out much and without dating long. And I have uh, some friend is like they just about 19, 20, they marry a husband, 40, 50. So very different between the age. So they cannot understand each other because they are quite different. And the husband also a bit hard because the kids of the husband already older than the wife. Not just as easy like my I and my husband is like a two friend. That's why I always want to tell all my friends that Mary was the one you love and find out more about him to understand each other before you decide to get married. Is it because he come from Singapore or is it some people is it because he come from some good country? Uh, don't marry about where he come from, but just marry the guy that you love. 
For others, like Siti, the Indonesian wife, a pinch of patience and a dash of tolerance may just help smooth things a little. Her relationship with her husband has improved over time, and now she holds a job as a cleaner. This is what she said. I wanted to be able to buy things for my children. When my husband found out that I had gotten a job, at first he was furious. But what can he do? I'm happy that I earn my own money and I have more friends now. You've been listening to Invisible Asia. I'm Janning Tan. Do check out the full story written by Theresa Tan in The Straits Times and we have a link in our podcast text description below. And don't forget to subscribe to The Straits Times podcast channel on your favourite audio apps, Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Google Podcasts for the next episode of Invisible Asia. That was an SPH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.